Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's the After the Show podcast, Precious Show. We don't care. We're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show, so tune in if you dare. KVJ, get your skate every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Yeah, hello, and welcome to the KVJ After the Show podcast. Welcome back, bird. Thank you. It's good to be back. And did someone spray some kind of cleaning supply? It smells as if someone's trying to cover up a murder. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, used hand sanitizer. Uh, hand sanitizer. Yeah. Huh. You okay. are a sensitive little bitch, though. Look at you. And did you change your perfume? No. Okay. I don't have any perfume on. Okay, I'm smelling. That's my natural sweet smell you like so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's her just, that's her lady stink. Fair moan. <laughs> I guess that is kind of a creepy question to ask a woman. Hey, you, hey. you change your perfume? <laughs> Why are you getting me so charged up over here? I don't know if you should ever talk about someone's perfume bird. <laughs> that's my natural musk. Oh, mm. Gaia. Lady stink. <laughs> Would that be a good name for a perfume? <laughs> lady stink? Yeah. You might struggle. I don't know. Let's talk that off for a second. Um, Maybe lady stank. No. <laughs> lady stink makes me think, I don't know, you're spraying it on your pussy because it smells. <laughs> it does. You're not supposed to spray perfume on your pussy. I know, but you, it automatically makes you think that you've got a little pussy. Yeah. If stink. you have to spray perfume on that thing, you need to go to the gynecologist. <laughs> Do ladies not do that as kind of a fresh rub just to make sure that there is no lady stink coming out of it? You're not supposed to put perfume down there. Oh, okay. They got you throw off your pH. Really? You only should put okay. things down there that are medically and made to go down there. What if it's over your clothes? I think you're okay then. Yeah. you got to be careful, too. If with- your pussy is permeating through your pants, you got pussy <laughs> problems. You do. Yeah. And you do need to go to a doctor. You do. We've got to figure some things out you do. here. you got to be careful with your Aretha Franklin as well. As far as the suds and the soaps you use, sometimes you can use some cheap stuff and yeah. you can get an allergic reaction to that. That's true. Anything can throw off your pH. Yeah. Okay. And, and when you throw off that pH, that's when you get the pussy stank. Oof. So <laughs> right. lady stank. We're not going to go with that. And, and you know that to your point, mm. which is a very eye-opening point. Yeah. So, in the history of down there, you know, smell has gone on past the genes where you could smell. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, sure, yeah. But in your opinion... If your mom had a stinky vag, <laughs> then maybe you'd have a stinky vag. The thing vag. you always hate is, mom! you know, when you're a kid, you're always waist high. So if your mom got a stinky one, you're <laughs> always high. Just... <laughs> that's all you know. And you know, your mom always keeps you close. You're like, gosh. I got my brown eyes from my dad, and I got my stinky <laughs> pussy from my mom. You hope that... The... Does that get passed down? I got my mama's feet. I got my mama's feet. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe it's your kid. Do you, do you always just grow up thinking like, oh, my God, this thing smells terrible. Maybe. <laughs> and, you might grow up afraid of it. And is it one of those things where – is it possible you could have an SP? Because I feel like I've said pussy too much. You could have a, a smelly one and not even realize it, kind of like bad breath. Or if you've got – if you're a woman that's got a smelly poon, you – you should know, right? I don't think a lot of times the girl knows. Really? Yeah, I think sometimes, you know, you're busy. And, and you also can't put your nose in it. But and you probably get used to the smell, too. Maybe. Wow. If yeah. stinky pussy is your only way of life you've ever known, because you have one and your mom had one, you might just think pussies are stinky. Maybe it. That's just the only world you've known. It's good to be back, guys. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> it feels good to talk with my friends. <laughs> About the important things. Well, I, got yeah. a little, I love the Oregon. It was great, but it can get a little boring out there. It's just my sister, her husband, and then me, and they go to bed early, so it was... You didn't ask your sister for pussy <laughs> I not bring that up. But I'll text her. <laughs> Well, you have two sisters. You can actually contrast and compare. You've got two sisters, too, so me and you got some homework. Let's text. <laughs> I'll write the text to your sisters. You write it to mine. What would we say? Nah, I can't text that. No. I'm not, I, back out, Bird. You're excited. He almost. I got, I'm excited. It's my first day back. <laughs> he almost was like, okay. Yeah, she's got fond memories of your trip, and all of a sudden you hit her with that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the right move. <laughs> How many days were you there? Seven. Whoa. Seven and a half. Oh yeah. my gosh! I was okay. there a while. Wow. Yeah, right. a long time. And the traveling is just yeah pretty brutal. It is. So, what do the days consist of? What do you do? It I was. Know she has goats and yeah, it was a lot of Salt Lake. Her taking me around Oregon and looking around some stuff, but you know they go to bed around nine ish. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, and I'm. I'm, you know, You're ready to rage. Even at Florida time, midnight, it's still kind of all right. Bro, let's fucking do this shit. You didn't, didn't get any stinky Oregon pussy. I did not get. I was a good boy. No, no stinky Oregon pussy. No, nothing. Closest like you got to action was that goat. Closest I got to action is probably my pizza pie. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't try to fuck my pie, Virginia. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, what do you do for seven days? You you went around. You saw like what sites. Do you see? Did you go to Portland or no? Like just that? a lot of places around uh, where, where she kind of lives at. She's big into thrift stores, and so am I. So we went mm-hmm. to a bunch of places like that, okay. kind of Oregon thrifty type of places. Okay, and uh, it was it was fun. And then mm-hmm. spent a lot of time outside. And then I brought my music equipment, so I, I did a lot of music while I was up there. Okay, yeah. so when they went to bed, I kind of did my own thing. Okay, and Oregon's got really good weed. <laughs> Did they have uh, a lot of the dispensaries in her town? There was quite a few, yes. Yeah, okay. There was, there there was, was a lot when we went. Yeah, there was two right next to each other. And I, and maybe I'm just mistaken or I jet lag. I thought the Oregon wheat prices were, were cheaper up there than they were really? down here in Florida. Yeah. Might maybe be. someone can correct me on that. 
Might be. Yeah, I mean, you, you leave Florida, there's a lot of products that are cheaper. Right. So why would weed not be one of them? Yeah. Makes sense. It is so weird, though, when you go into a weed place like that. You're, you're still used to Florida. You always think the cops are waiting for you outside. <laughs> if you don't go through, you yeah. know, with a, with a medical card or anything, yeah. you just go in there getting some weed. <laughs> Do they, is it still anything that cops even care to crack down on? Um, it depends on what state you're in. Florida. Florida, I think uh, they can get you, but I don't think it's it's not like what it, how it was. I think yeah. if you're doing something on top of that, right. it's a good, oh, he's got weed, you have a card, I have probable cause, let me, oh, and he's got a stolen goods. Yeah, oh. they, it means they want to get you for something bigger, so they use the weed as a, a, a way in, whereas before, they would try to find a way in to bust you for weed. Now, weed is, like like now, if you have a taillight out. And they want they they want to question you anyway. Yes, I think they'll be able yeah. to because weed will be your the law enforcement's way of starting a conversation. See if you're up to more than that. And I watch a lot of cop videos where people are getting pulled over, and I want to say it was Georgia. If, if, if weed's not legal in Georgia, I think it was Georgia. They handled. The situation with weed way differently than the Florida cops have been handling stuff with weed. Oh, really? Because okay. the, the the more modern day videos, I hear a lot of the cops say on the video, "I don't care about the weed stuff," but here's what I do care about: A, B, and C. I don't care about the weed, but this is what I care about. And the one that I saw was, which I thought was Georgia. These motherfuckers. He's got weed. Taste the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and they were happy to do it. Damn. They say that cannabis in Georgia is illegal for recreational use, but decriminalized in cities like Atlanta, Savannah, Macon, Athens, and others. It might have not been Georgia that I saw, so I, I, I apologize if I got the state wrong. But it was one of them states where they don't take kindly to weed yet. Okay. Yeah, not everybody's there, but boy, year after year, more and more. More and more. Are definitely getting there. And, and definitely different forms of it, too. Mm-hmm. I know you don't, because you, you got them bitch-ass lungs. Yeah, that's that's still probably one of my biggest barriers to entry, is that, yeah, I, I can't, because of the lungs, partake. But, yeah, I, I, I've thought about that. If it were easy and I knew the right path... Well, there's, there's, that's what I'm saying. I, I would They've definitely gotta, do. The tincture sounds like a good way for me. There's, like a little drop something to drink. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's yeah. a lot new. If you really are mm-hmm. uh, curious or you really want to do it, you've got definitely reasons to get your card. Yeah, that's Stress true. alone. Yeah. Mean, look at this motherfucker. Oh, <laughs> He's wound up tight. Oh, my so God. boy's wound up tight. Yes. <laughs> that's rough. But there's so many different ways now you can do it. Yeah. Look at me. I feel like a pusher. <laughs> yeah, your first one's free. <laughs> come on, Kev. You Just love come it. over. They say one in eight Americans age 50 and older now use marijuana. That's yeah. how much it's cutting in, through. Y'all, in my neighborhood, you know I have a lot of elderlies, and a lot of them are high AF. And mm-hmm. they have the medical card. They have the retirement money. Yeah. They oh. just, they're living their best life and they're high. And that number could even be higher because some people may not be reporting. I mean, that, that's people that are getting it through the medical, you know, the right way. But there's people that still get it from their neighbor, yeah. from their friend, from their the mom, from their yeah. dad. Yeah. I think the point is the numbers are getting higher. And that's, you know, people over 50, probably I'm sure even much Higher with the younger, yeah, and you're gonna see, you're gonna see the mushroom movement coming in too. Yeah, that still freaks me out. Mushrooms yeah. do. 
Yeah, I, I don't see you on no, mushrooms. No, I, I, I don't like anything feeling where I'm even slightly out of control. And that, that feels like that's what mushrooms are. Don't like that trip. Maybe you'd be better doing microdosing. Well, that's what that's what I think that is what is going to be coming up. Like the you know how that we were making fun of the weed being oh now soccer moms oh I've got my my pen I got yeah. my I think the microdosing not taking a bunch of mushrooms yeah man let's tripping fu- balls let's fucking do a band I, I don't think that's what <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about it's the microdosing with people who've got PTSD you're just mm. seeing a lot of people back it now yeah and I'm just seeing more people talk about it just right. like with the weed thing and it seems like that's going to be a movement it, it, that does it seems like yeah that's more maybe of a treatment for something that you have yes rather but, than just yeah it's Friday night I'm yeah on. but just like Adderall people are going to not take it the right way and they're gonna yeah humans don't do it right ever they're gonna always <laughs> yeah yeah i know we've uh, talked a little bit about uh whether or not it's even good to have legalized marijuana in the state of florida but uh it looks like it's getting close to possibly being on the ballot coming up in november so they're pushing and getting there and uh they say that uh they are getting really close i guess they got all the signatures they need and now it's up to the state supreme court to rule in favor of the judgment or not. So. Groundhog's Day. I feel like every time Kevin goes, oh, we're close. And then the next, eh, we're not getting it. <laughs> it's a tease. It is a tease. Yeah, I I, I really do think that uh, this this might be the, uh, the time, though, because the numbers are back behind it. And the people who are trying to resist recreational marijuana, they're running out of excuses. They're throwing up Hail Marys of like, oh, no, we think that the language is too confusing. That's what the Supreme Court is ruling on. But there really is. I mean, I, I know we live in a, a pretty, you know, pro-weed place. There's people that are still very, very against weed. Very against it. Mm-hmm. They think it's it, it's terrible, and they really do relate it to... It's the devil's lettuce. Stoners, lazy, you don't do anything, you waste your life away. Mm-hmm. They say one of the big hang-ups is that unlike alcohol, when you pull over a driver, you will know right away how they had too much. That test doesn't really exist for THC limits. Well, if you smoke the night before and you're not high going to work the next day, mm-hmm. the THC, I mean, if you were to pee in a cup, it'd say... You know, he smoked weed. It's still in your system. Yeah. But you're and that's not just high. It. Right. Exactly. So that's where the confusion is. They can't pull you over right now. And there's no test where we'll say, oh, they're too high. Currently. Yes. And that is one of the things that at least law enforcement is a little bit scared about. If everybody's doing this and you can, it's not like alcohol. We're afraid of what might happen. I thought I thought there was something they could do, though, with weed, where they're able to tell if you had just smoked within an hour or so. I could be wrong, but I thought I had seen that. Whether that's bullshit and that's a tactic to get people to admit. What I saw here, it says law enforcement currently has no roadside test comparable to those that measure alcohol impairment. Unlike with alcohol, the level of THC found in a user's blood is not closely related to the degree of impairment the user exhibits. And a major reason is that THC can remain detectable in the blood and urine of a marijuana user for weeks long after the psychoactive effects of the substance have diminished. Oh, when I had to beat that drug test in Miami... And I remember it was like day 30, and I, I pissed in the cup, and I'm going, oh, my gosh, it's still saying I'm testing positive for pot. I said, I'd go on, and I would read these 
horror stories. Yeah, man, I, I quit for six months, and I still tested, and I didn't get this what? job. I go, what the fuck? Six months? Uh, of course, that, that was Reddit, and if you ever want to feel better about anything you're going on, it's going on in your life, don't go on to Reddit. <laughs> they will let you know the worst case scenario. Doom of, and gloom. Oh, everything you're going through, Reddit will fuck you up, man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. According to the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety, they compared the traffic crash rates of before and after going recreational in Colorado, Washington, Nevada, and Oregon. And they said in all those states except Oregon, there was a 4% combined average increase of traffic crashes in those states. Huh. And so that's what, you know, some people are, the, the people who are still resistant, that's what they just don't like yet. I think if they had the test... They'd be like, yeah, okay. At least now we can really criminalize these people and punish them. But right now we just don't have the way to do that. So I think that is one of the last big hurdles. I'm confident. I think it'll be on the ballot. Seems like it's going that way. Then we got to vote, and I think it has the numbers. It's definitely a moneymaker. No doubt about it. I mean, well, that that's why a lot of times these uh, politicians are like, well, I don't like the whole driving aspect. They're going, hey, here's $8 billion. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> That's kind of you just described lobbying. Yes. I, I hope that's oh, really okay. I fuck really, it. honestly, I think if we just had to boil it down to the conversation, that's it. I really uh, wish that's how that conversation went. Oh, now okay. we're against it. Here's eight billion dollars. Okay, fuck it. Fuck it. It's <laughs> <laughs> part of it, man. Yeah, that's how it is. It, it doesn't. It seem like when it comes to politics, it's everything that is drug related. You know, they talk about the big pharmaceuticals and they talk about the marijuana and all that kind of stuff. That always seems to be the thing that really drives politics. And, boy, they're talking about just how much money these semaglutide drugs could be. Wall Street Journal had an article about three weeks ago. and They were saying that, oh, my gosh, invest. Like, it could be the new thing. It could surpass all other drugs on the market. Wow. If it gets where they think it is. But it's kind of interesting because they're finding the, the good and the bad with some of these things. One, you're going to have to stay on it forever. There's still some side effects. They don't know what it will do to you if you're on it for 10 years because it's it's a newer drug. They just sure. don't have the trials yet. You grow a horn, a right. third clit. Right. <laughs> Yeah, they don't know. I already have two clits. Now I have a third. I, I can't yeah, fit in my they pants. Don't know. We love to go just head first into something and then, oh, shit, 10 years later. You're going to see that third clit in my Lululemons. Yeah. 
And uh, I just saw this article of this 42-year-old mom of three in the New York Post. And she bought fake Ozempic to get rid of belly fat. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. And she said, I thought my heart was going to explode. What did she have? What Did, did she find out? Um, yeah. She Donkey was, Trank. <laughs> she bought some black market, well, not knowing. And- think about it. You know, I mean, there are a lot of people that really desperately want to be super skinny. And they will go to whatever lengths that they can. You're right. There's there's going to be some shady individuals doing all these things that get popular, including the Ozempic. They'll go to any lengths that they can, except for diet and exercise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to do those lengths. That's the one thing they're... It, it's just, I think I, I understand it so much more now going through menopause. When I was younger, you can flip that switch in your own brain and say, I'm not going to eat bad. And you don't eat bad when you finally flip that switch. Now, going through menopause, I just, I don't even think there's a switch anymore. Yeah, no, look, believe me. It's I, weird. I understand food struggles. My my entire family, my family does. But I also am a, a believer that a lot of people complain about, not everybody, so please only email Kevin if you're offended. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I just, I've seen it too many times where someone goes, I'm trying so hard. I'm fucking doing everything I can. And then you notice, like, you just had your fourth hot dog, and I know you drank <laughs> a, a Fanta grape soda, and <laughs> you're not. You're not going. You're not doing the best you really can. And they're like, I can't. I can't lose the weight. But these drugs, because I I did the semaglutide. I went off the semaglutide. I'm thinking about going back on the semaglutide. They turn off that part of your brain that thinks about sweets or treats or eating at all. It just turns it off. You don't crave food. You don't, like when I leave work on a normal day, I'm like, ooh, I would love some fried chicken right now. You don't even think about fried chicken. See, chicken is not on my brain anymore. To me, one of the joys of the day for me is when I crave a food. To, To get rid of that would be almost to get rid of my soul. Well, good news. It's only temporary. <laughs> as soon as you go off the semaglutide, mm-hmm. the cravings do come back. Yeah. It's gradual. It is. You don't all of a sudden, the week you stop, you just are ravishing and, and ravaging pastries again. It is gradual, but it does come back. For example, you brought up Spaghetti Day. I didn't know it was Spaghetti Day. Ever since you've brought up spaghetti, I have been craving <laughs> right. it, it all day yeah. long. And every time I crave it, yeah. I... My heart dances. I, I get excited. Well, Pumpkin, you're going through menopause, too. I'm going, I'm going through... We're I'm, going through it together. I'm going through something. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that much. It's undiagnosed. Uh, one person texted in and said the FDA is now testing the possibilities that those weight loss drugs are causing hair loss and suicidal thoughts. Oh, oh that's not good. <laughs> oh. I always love I always love those disclaimers. I remember back in the in my early twenties that they gave me something for depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. I think it was Zoloft or something. And then you read the disclaimer yeah. may cause severe uh, severe right. homicidal or yeah. you might want to hurt yourself. Harmful yeah. thoughts, hair loss. I go, what the fuck? By reading this and taking this, it's giving me more anxiety. Then you got to take two different medications now to <laughs> offset the side effects of the first medication. Now you're on three. Is there a medication to stop homicidal thoughts? I mean, I'm going homicidal yeah, thoughts. There fuck? is. They'll give you a drug for that. that that's what I'm saying. The pharmaceutical industry. That's why it's insane. Take but, this drug. 
drug to fix that. And then take this drug yes. to fix that. And it then is. take this drug. And then you wonder why your organs are ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when, I, when they said the, the harmful thoughts of hurting others, I go, what the shit? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about Kelly Clarkson and her weight loss. She said that uh, she did it by talking to her doctor who recommended a more balanced diet and protein, and then living in New York. She's walking around the city from her apartment to her show and with her kids and all that, and all that walking in New York City. She's lost her weight that way. Did not deny that she had done, but she did not say that she had done any kind of semaglutide or ozempics. She didn't talk about it. Charity said, you know what, she's on that divorce diet. I think it was the stress that had caused the weight. So, Look, anything's possible. But I will tell you right now, a lot of people who have the financial access to get it are getting it. Mm-hmm. A yeah. lot. Absolutely. I just It's, it's ha- just easier. It's so much easier. I've done it all. I've tried it all. The semaglutide is the easiest, not the cheapest. Sure. It's just hard to believe anybody these days. It really is. I mean, it's hard to believe any. I think everyone's just kind of on guard with what people say and how they. Yeah. Anybody with a microphone, and yeah. I, I think you should be. Yeah. You should. You have you, to be. You shouldn't trust everybody, but yeah. I think that's just the way a lot of people are wired now. Right. They go, all right, let me just. Well, everyone is asked a question that if they give an honest answer to, then they get a ton of shit about it, and a lot of people are just like, I'm too busy. I just don't want the negativity. So you're fucked if you do. You're fucked if you don't. Right. That's why I feel like if. If Kelly Clarkson really did take something, I think just say you took it. Don't mm. act like you did it. The Star Jones way, I think, is the the worst well, way to go about and it. And I think that's what it is. History will show that being honest about your weight loss plan is the best way to live your life if you're a public figure and people are asking you. That's what I mean. Because Star Jones tried to tell everybody that, you know, she just did it by diet and exercise. Mm. And then she had to come out like months and months later and say, okay, okay. I did have the stomach reduction surgery. I did. I did. Like, because they found out and they were they were going to expose her. And then she was exposed to be a liar. And then she fought with people, including me, about it. And I wish we had that audio. That It wasn't a big blowout of a fight, but it was, you know. A couple- she tried to get me fired. Star Jones called our management at the radio station and tried to get me fired because I was like, well, you had the stomach stapling, right? And she's like, I never said that. Right, yeah. And then the interview like went south real quick, and then she immediately tried to call the station and get me fired. Well, also, too, a lot of those publicists, those middle people that, that set the whole thing up, they can be dicks, too. I mean, I know me and Kevin, we were interviewing somebody. They tried to get Kevin and me in trouble with an interview we did. If it doesn't go their way, all those interviews, are they, they want a puff piece. They want something really fluffy and nice. Oh, here's my product and blah, 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 and shut the fuck up. But we got weird with the one interview, and then you called her out on her shit with Star Jones. They don't like that. I just And then she had to come back and tell the truth months later. I was right. She did have that gastric bypass. It's okay to say, I had gastric bypass, or I'm trying semaglutide, or I, you know, am not eating, I'm doing uh, intermittent fasting, or what, like, you are allowed to say whatever your journey is. I think if you don't say, 
then that's why there's shame surrounding it. We should not be embarrassed to want to look good. Well, it's it's the what you were talking about earlier though. That medication's controversial because mm. of the diabetics. The diabetic, mm. and that's what she could be hiding from too. Mm. Is every time we talk about it on the air, sweet Denny's is going. Yeah, no, I know. I understand how you feel. I'm so yes, no, I. I don't know where you can get the medication. It's about the medication. <laughs> yeah. He's getting a fucking earful. Yeah. yeah. I hope they uh, remedy that. I hope they do, too, because it should be cheaper. It should be widely available, and it should be for anybody who medically needs it or physically needs it because they are overweight. The money's there. Don't worry. They'll make it. They'll get it there. When money's involved, there's your motivation. The other thing that was kind of interesting we talked about today was the second part of the Ian Ziering story where he had a little bike gang that looked like it ambushed him and was trying to beat him with helmets and all that stuff in Los Angeles. And then he had come out about how we need safer streets. And <laughs> then we kind of found out a little bit more from their perspective and that they said that they were just doing something called lane splitting. And we're zipping around his car. He got upset, came out, and actually came after them and was the first one that made it physical. And they were only just kind of fighting back after his initial, he threw the first punch, basically, is in a sense what their accusations are. I watched the video, at least from the perspective of somebody behind his car. Mm -hmm. He does appear to be the aggressor. Boy, and when you think badass, don't you think Ian... Searing? <laughs> no. no. What yeah. is he doing? The thing that I didn't have because I'd seen that uh, the lane splitting is legal in California. And that's where motorcycles can ride around cars. Now they can't make contact with you. But I know I've been in traffic and it has it, it does. It makes you a little anxious. It's a little unnerving when you have uh, motorbikes zipping in and out and around your car. The reason why I was annoyed with the guy that did it to to me, was I, I, my window was down, and my arm wasn't completely out, but he got so close right. to my, my truck, I felt like if I would have moved my arm, I could have hit him with my own arm, and I went on the social media to kind of rant about it, and boy, I got my ass tore up. Like, fuck you, bird. You don't know about that motorcycle life. <laughs> Go back to Lake Park on your bicycle, little bitch. That was one. That's six to me. That was just the one I wrote. <laughs> Well, it's pretty good. It stuck with me. <laughs> so in California, lane splitting is legal. In Florida, it is not. Oh. Okay. So you cannot do that in the state here. And I hadn't even thought to look into that. It states, no person shall operate a motorcycle between lanes of traffic or between adjacent lines or rows of vehicles. Yeah, the guy that did it to me, he, he really was obnoxious about it. And then he's screaming and talking to another car. And it is... You're just you're not used to seeing something in your lane fly by you like that. But prepare yourself ahead of time. So when it happens, you don't do what Ian Ziering did. Don't be mad. Don't get out of your car. Don't yell at anybody. Like keep your wits about you. Don't start a fight with a gang on bikes because you will lose. You fight a gang always goes bad for you. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't even post about it. There's motorcycle motherfuckers. They come hard for a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they're online, and they were you, they, they united. Do you remember that uh, video? It was a uh, family in uh, a, a luxury SUV. I can't remember if it was a Range Rover or something like that. And uh, I think there was one of the motorcyclists was on the guy's hood. Oh, yeah. Hitting it with they the have, helmet. They have got... They have beat the shit out of people and pulled them out of their cars. Yeah. And it got it's gotten ugly. So 
you as the person in the vehicle need to be the adult in this situation and realize this person on the bike, let them be risky. They're not hurting you. They can't hurt you. Mm -hmm. You're in a protected car. They're on a bike. If they want to be risky and drive crazy all around you, you just let them do that. That has nothing to do with you. You stay a safe distance. You do not get out of your car. And you keep your wits about you. A lot of of people don't know this, but in the 70s and 80s, South Florida was a pretty big hotbed for motorcycle gang activity. And Mm. for for whatever reason, I don't think a lot of people knew about it, Mm. because maybe because the internet didn't exist, but there's a lot of shit that comes back down South Florida looking at crimes that it's related Mm. to motorcycle gang stuff that I never even knew about as a kid. There's a lot of of shit about it. And you wonder if it was so big back then, Did they retire and are, are they still here? Did they they go somewhere it was, else? It, yeah, it was like an era. I mean, I remember it was the Hell's Angels era, and uh, you know they got a lot of publicity as well because I think they worked security at a Rolling Stone show, and somebody got a line and they stabbed him and threw him on stage, and so oh yeah, that's a weird clip. You that's hear, heavy security. Yeah. You hear Grace uh, Slick trying to calm everybody down. Uh huh. Yeah. So that that was kind of the area uh, era. I mean, Hell's Angels too, and so it was. Yeah, I, you don't. I mean, I know there's still motorcycle gangs, but the the violence and the publicity around it, it doesn't seem to be the same. Yeah. And I know Florida still. I mean, you got Bike Week and Daytona and. You but know, so a lot of stuff still happens, but it's not what it was when we were kids. That's positive stuff, you know? Yeah, right. I'm talking yeah. legit gangs back in the... I might have already said too much, Virginia. <laughs> I just I just think that if you know and you think about it ahead of time, when you find yourself in that scenario, you've already played out what you're going to do in your head. So you won't make a stupid mistake like try to fight a bike gang. Or try to retaliate with by hitting them with your car, and then you have this whole group attacking you and your car. Like, don't be that stupid. People do. They get so mad, man. You can't get mad. It's not about you. And the, You've got motorcycles passing by you and weaving in and out of lanes, and they're going like, that's not about you. That's about them. They don't even know you. So don't take it so personal. Don't get out of your car. Don't be a fucking idiot. <laughs> Ian Ziering got out of his car like a idiot. He deserves whatever bad happened to him at that point because he's a fucking idiot. But learn from him. Watch that video and go see how he did everything wrong. He's lucky he got out of there without getting his ass beat. If you see somebody doing it and you're in that kind of situation, you could, you know, call you know the yeah. authorities and let them call come and FHP, yeah. call 911. Mm-hmm. Don't try to take it into your own hands yeah. and yell at them or retaliate or get out of your car. What, like, what are you doing? Oh, sometimes you get your ass beat, you kind of level up in life. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> I don't know. He, Ian Ziering had his kid in the car, like, and now he's running from the car, and the kid's there by themselves. Like, dude, you've lost control of the situation, and you look like a dumbass. Uh, Victoria sent an email. She listens to us in Jersey, and she said, I work nights, about a day behind, but thank goodness you guys have podcasting, working seven days in a row, 10-hour days. Your show keeps me going. And I was wondering about the cashless arenas. I live here in Jersey, and the cashless thing is also happening here. Yesterday, Burr, we were talking about how it's kind of a debate. This year, Florida might make it uh, illegal to be cashless. Pretty much all of our big arenas, um, anything from Amaranth to Kaseya Center to Hard Rock Live to Hard Rock Stadium, you can't use cash there. 
and it makes things easier for them. It makes things quicker. You don't have somebody trying to make change in line. But there are some people saying, hey, look, you know, maybe financially I don't have a card. Maybe I'm old. I don't get the technology. So what? I just can't purchase anything now if I'm there. They said uh, not only at the arenas, but airport parking and toll roads. And my issue is the added convenience fee that's Uh added. And I don't get a choice of whether or not I can use my card. I don't understand why I get penalized when I'm stuck using my card and not using cash. Is that happening in Florida, too? Um, I don't know about the financials on that. Maybe there is something. And somebody brought up a good point. We were talking about this yesterday in Florida. Another reason why it needs to be made illegal. Think about if we have a situation like we did in 2004 and you have a hurricane and all electricity goes down. And how are you going to ever pay for anything? That's right. You know, if we have uh, where you can't use cash anywhere and you need gas or you need this or you need that. How the hell are you going to get it? You're right. Mm Mm-hmm. So, voila. And when they come and shut down all our electronics, we're going to want some paper cash. (laughs) There's a much bigger level you can go on on how this is part of the new world order and they're trying to get your, you know, it's control and all that stuff. We're giving you this convenience and we're going to charge you a fee for it and then we're not going to give you any other option. But to pay the fee, like that feels shady. And just hope nothing ever goes down to where we can't get... You know, electronically, things shut down. You know what I mean? Sure, like yeah. if a Y2K really did happen, well, look, man, everybody was like freaking out. I'm just a small town kid from Lake Park, and I, I don't know the ins and outs about all that shit. But all I'm saying is the internet is relatively new. And, yeah. you know, we, we grew up paying with paper and cash and all that shit. Do we really know how how stable that is? You know? Hasn't been tested yet, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that would go great. Yeah. We are one big disaster away from really testing the system, and <laughs> damn, we'll that's... have to see how it comes across. Hey, happy Tuesday. Oh, what's <laughs> yeah. today? Happy Tuesday, but it's Thursday. Thursday. <laughs> I am. Happy Tuesday. Don't know, yeah, your boy's all fucking around. I'm, I'm spun around. <laughs> He's still in Oregon, stroking a goat. <laughs> well, I kept on doing Florida time. So if it was yeah. 8 o'clock in Oregon, I was yeah. automatically say, nope, it's 11 o'clock in your yeah, head right, right now. Mm-hmm. And I try to keep that. But then yeah. that got lost somewhere in the middle. And now I'm... Well, seven days is a long time to maintain that. It was. <laughs> and yeah. I think it fucked with me a little bit. Seven minutes is a long time to contain that. <laughs> Come on now. You just got to make the adjustments. I, I, I did. I think. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Virginia had a question. She said, for the live show coming up on January 22nd at the Dania Improv, will you have single seats available to purchase? Your last shows all had couple seats, or you had to buy two seats to purchase. Oh. And from a gal who likes to ride solo, yeah, I would like to know. I was not even aware that that was the situation, but I will ask that and say, what do we do if a well, person be, yeah. actually wants to come alone? Can be penalizing to single people because sometimes people show up single looking to mingle. Could be. If you're coming out there single well, and you want to find some hot tail. Well, what if you have an odd number in your group, too? True. You know. What if you're in a thruple? But I kind of, I want to go back to that email and go, is it because you don't, 
you, you don't have any friends or you just like going to KVJ events alone or you... She actually did. She uh, said that uh, she's not so sure that her husband would be down with our act. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. what I was curious yeah. It was. I saw it. Look, we're not for everybody. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I don't think you're his speed, so... Okay. <laughs> I don't think he would well, enjoy... He, he should stay home, Yeah, man. That's right. the right move. It is the right call. So she wants to come check it out. Well, but. we've had it to where someone will like the show and their partner doesn't like the show. The one time we had the one a crazy horse and the the woman could not have been nicer or polite. Jay Bird, love your show, blah, blah, blah. And then the husband looks at me, I think it's the fucking dumbest shit ever. I, I don't get it. Like, how, how do you guys think it's such shitty ideas? I go, whoa. Okay, it was so over the top dicky to where I go, okay, good talking to you guys. Let me back away. I mean, this guy fucking hated us. You should have just grabbed his wife and made out with her. She was so embarrassed and you could tell he was just, he, I think he big brother finaled her. I don't think she was expecting it. He's so mad because he has to hear about KVJ all the time. Yeah, she right. drug his ass to a bar and he had had enough. He did. It was towards the end. And, and you got the brunt. I've never seen such a, it was such a, it was so bipolar acting. It was the highest of highs and then the lowest of fucking lows, man. <laughs> My God. This guy was such a dick face. <laughs> Again, you should have planted one on her. I, I hear you. <laughs> Fuck I, that guy. That's great advice for <laughs> Fuck that guy. Make out with his wife. Yep. There you go. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, Happy everybody. Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> All right, y'all. You have a good one. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.